Hello, and welcome to the Stasis Pod, Beast Wars podcast. I'm Ra. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am David, not Megatron, sadly. <laughs> and here we are at the end of our journey, the final episode of Beast Wars, Nemesis Part 2. So, so after this, there's no more podcast, right? Uh, no, in fact, we plan a couple of, at the very least, one special episode with a very special guest. Oh, that's right. We are going to have Ben Yi on well, to join us. Well, two special episodes. We'll, we'll, we'll have the uh, guest, Ben, and we'll do uh, our usual watch something else, not what we've been watching episode. Oh, what are you going to watch this time? Uh, well, it'll be spoiler for then, but... Uh, Well, I'm, I'm well, cutting I... this part out because I want that to be a surprise. Oh, oh, okay. well, I, I gotta say, I'm disappointed because I was hoping we'd watch the uh, final clip show of the Japanese Beast Wars remix. I lost the banana. If you can find, <laughs> <laughs> if you can find that, we'll watch it. <laughs> uh, so this is this is the this is it, and this last episode is written by Simon Furman. Although we now know it's Simon Furman and Bob Ford yeah, oh, writing both. But I was so happy when I saw it in the credits because I forgot. That he was involved. Well, I, I sort of, the back of my brain. I remembered. Oh yeah, he had something to do with the last few episodes. But when I was watching, it's like, oh right, he wrote the last episode. Supposedly, forgot the. Credit I think show. this is really more so than the previous episode. This episode has more Furman like dialogue in it. Yeah. It does, although sadly, sadly, it doesn't have anybody saying, "Got to." And there was totally a spot for that. Well, that, and and there's totally a lack of vast predatory bird. Like a vast that, predatory uh, nobody well, mentioned. Well, kind of is there. Well, yeah. Despite the Beast Wars being over, nobody says that the Beast Wars are over, finished. <laughs> <laughs> I And maybe this, this ties into all that a little bit, too, but I noticed in this episode more, more than any other... That you can tell this Transformers story from an, from the 90s and not more recently, because there are points where someone could have quoted Transformers the movie and didn't. <laughs> there, there's an almost quote, but it's yeah, there word is, is an almost quote there. Yeah, that's that's where I noticed it. I was like, if that had been written, say post Dreamwave V1, yeah. it it would have had to be. A Transformers the movie reference. And I think also that's sort of how you can, because at that point, Furmanisms aren't quite such a meme as they are now. And I think maybe he did write some very Simon Furman dialogue, but not quite as blatantly so. It's not quite as self-referential. Yeah. Which would, that would have been nice. More Furmanisms, thank you for not having Transformers the movie quotes. If only we could go back to the days before everything had to be super self-referential. Yeah, we, we get a very nice opening, starting with a close-up of a drop of water and a bee on a big leaf. Yeah, that was a really nice... Yeah, that was a really cool shot. Yeah, that and, was some really nice bee stuff. 
And Megatron starts quoting the Covenant of Primus. Although before that, we get last time on Beast Wars Nemesis! Yep. <laughs> I am uh, an Gary Alpha Chuck and Omega. And Gary Chalk. It's yeah. <laughs> Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I am that which is, which was, and is yet to come, and you will know my name is Megatron when I lay my vengeance upon you. <laughs> because I guess Quentin like also read The Covenant of Primus. Yeah. Yeah. Or any well, uh, number of other things, because isn't that or quoted in Reaper? <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't there a bit uh, uh like that in a reboot when uh Megabyte becomes Gigabyte? I think so. Yeah, there's something also about being Alpha and Omega. It's popular of verse to quote. I'm certain I've heard Apocalypse used in uh, some X Men comic as well. Oh, oh almost definitely. certainly. But uh, I Megatron does seem. To be enjoying having a hand pet again. Yes, yeah. As he's he's favoring his, his his hand is like almost like looking up at him and he pets it and stuff and I, I imagine that he missed that a lot. I certainly missed watching him enjoy yeah. it. It's an earlier head to pet, but it's nice that he's doing it again. Yes. All right. So yeah, they primal radios. Uh, Rhinox tells him to deploy Operation Eternity, which sounds super cool. Yeah. And then they just try and fight the nemesis, and it's just not working. Also, oh, yeah. it was apparently so cool that they didn't bother telling anyone else about it, because Red was like, what? Well, it was just a special Oh, yeah, thing Red Trap's the only one left out on Operation Eternity. Yeah. Everyone else is, like, moving all boxes, and Red Trap's like, what's going on? Well, nobody else is complaining. <laughs> Red Trap is, is not having any of this. Well, at first, he doesn't yeah. seem to know what it is, but, yeah, then he's complaining. Yeah, mm-hmm. Also, Megatron proudly boasts that mindless destruction is good for the spark. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some good lines. Well, I I guess it's 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 still weird to me that Dinobot Two didn't die when his spark should have. Well, when Rampage died and his spark should have gone out, but whatever. But it it does give him the chance that Megatron has one to talk to. And oh, yeah. there's one exchange that ends with. Oh no, uh, Dinobot 2 is asking if Megatron already read The Covenant of Primus, and Megatron said, just the good parts. <laughs> you know, he skipped over all those parts where, you know, some guy begat another guy. Mm. Everybody skips those parts. Yeah, what but, he did was he did a control F and typed in his own name, <laughs> and just read those parts. Yeah, that definitely seems like something you're trying to do. And he skipped the episode with the giant fart. <laughs> oh, that would have been nice to know. Oh, and there's a nice um, Tigertron flying transition. Like he's no, there's uh, so there's Optimus Primal and Tigerhawk. Yeah, oh Tigerhawk. Yeah, say Tigerhawk. They're 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 trying to fight this off, and Tigerhawk basically tells Primal, "Go home, I got this." Primal <laughs> says, "No, you obviously don't got this because have you seen that thing?" <laughs> yeah. And Tigerhawk is all whatevs. <laughs> It's it's my destiny. I'm, you know, my toy's not going to be on sale for much longer, and I nobody's quite figured out exactly what my deal is yet. So I might as well just die. <laughs> I thought yeah, his destiny was like to crush into the Megatron's ship, and I guess he didn't actually kill Megatron, so this can continue to be his destiny. Yeah, yeah. He will hold the line. He yes. did not last long. No. Before he die. Yeah, he gets a just a huge blast of fusion cannon here, 
Yeah, it's, it's a nice Dragon Ball beam fight for a bit. Yeah, the, the, the final beam war. Yep. Also, I, I did notice that he said to Primal, he, he told him to go back to your fellow Maximals. Which is interesting. Well, is, yeah. he's a Vok origin. He's slightly different. He is the Avatar. Yeah. yeah. So he's apparently thing. a web dominator. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh yeah, and and Megatron is a weatherman complaining. It was supposed to be clear skies today. That's what I had forecast, or something like that. So in that case, it, it's time to launch our missiles. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. There are so many missiles. Oh, and it's before that that, that Rat Trap is complaining about his collection of Waspinator parts. That's yep. kind of creepy. I think one, he's uh, actually Rat Trap. I think he actually specifically says like his collection of Predacon parts at first, but then he says, "Think of all, all those says, parts of Waspinator." Do I you have? know how he says? Do you know how many pieces of Waspinator I got? So he's got, like, various parts of other Predacons, but he's got more parts of Waspinator than any others, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes, but it's yeah. kind of ill. What does he do with them? Is he making sculptures? What? He's making them talk. That would be pretty cool, making sculptures. Oh, he's yeah. well, yeah. yeah, carrying a box, a... like, four times larger than him. Yes. I think it's the con that does that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, um, slog. From the yes, mo- the, the, the monster pretender. Yeah, the the torso dude. He did that. Is his art projects? It was creepy. No, oh yeah, I guess was it? It may also be I a think, Constructicon. Yeah, I think it was. Um, was it Scavenger? I, I think, think Scra- Scrapper. Scrapper, who incorporates parts yeah. of his victims into his. Yeah, so he would uh, stick like heads into walls, not make them art, just embed a head in a wall. And Fair also uh, retracts from the. Uh, Second year Beast Wars toys uh, lives in uh, sandy desert tunnels lined with the remains of his victims. Yay. Ooh, oh, gruesome tech specs. Kind of thing. I do. Uh, yep. Anyway, so yeah, T- Tiger Hawk loses his beam battle against an entire spaceship. Yes. Which is, you know, pretty impressive. And he does manage to, like, fry a bit of the. Uh, Nemesis, so he's only got that fusion cannon. Yeah, he yeah. somehow creating a storm messes with the electronics. It can still fly and do many other things. It just messes with the guns. Good aim, yeah. Tiger Hawk. Yeah. Why yeah, could you, the? Why couldn't he just take well, out? I guess the you don't want it to just crash into whatever. Why not? Could ruin it would history stop. Or something. <laughs> could figure could stuff ruin out. History? Ruin history less than blowing up the ark, though. Okay, well true. Ruin history less than blowing up the Ark and then taking the Nemesis back to Cybertron with the Decepticon Megatron spark. Yeah, it's... Yeah, okay. I, I like my 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 choice, my headman in here, the thing I choose to believe, is that because he was going to fail, then it didn't mess anything up. <laughs> yeah... It's just... So he was he was destined to fail, and so it didn't screw anything up. Well, as we can see from the Covenant of Primus, all this was preordained. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh man, don't get me started on <laughs> prophecy. That's that's something I've I've been ranting about because of an editing job lately. So don't mind me. That's an but, argument yeah. maybe we should have, but let's try to put it off a bit more. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's gonna get worse, isn't it? 
Yeah, let's just talk about this a uh, couple of shots where Dinobatu's monocle flips sides. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I guess and also the, he doesn't have as much flanging on his voice, but that's probably deliberate because he's kind of uh, original recipe Dinobot now. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's like somehow uh, he's gone back to original flavor, has come back for a cameo, and is taking over because Rampage died. How? What? I mean, maybe. That gave Dinobot a chance to reach over from the other side and influence yeah, him. Peculiar. It's poorly explained, but I can kind of buy it. Yeah. Megatron! And, and this was a moment earlier in the episode, too, when, when Megatron was petting his hand. Megatron clearly just has no interest or time for Dinobot's existential crises here. And that's going to come back and bite him in the butt. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it starts to come back in the next scene where they they start arguing because. Oh wait, what is it? Um... So, so now Megatron he's found the the proto human settlement and he's gonna blow it up because no score is uh, too minor to settle. <laughs> if you're. Meanwhile, Optimus noticed that Tiger Hawk had died and is just like, no more friends shall die today. It, that's very friendly. Yeah. That yes, nice. that is. And then he also pounds on the, you know, in his grief, he pounds on the door and rat trapped it up and you knocked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that more than anyone else, Optimus Primal just becomes really firmity in this episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Him and I Megatron. Well, and, yeah. and Dinobot 2, well, Dinobot 2 who becomes Dinobot 1 becomes firmity. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't get that much firmity than he already was. No, yeah, but in honestly, he that... was already a very Furman-y character. Yeah. He, he had a lot of Furman Grimlock to him. Yeah. <laughs> so Megatron's trying to blow up the proto-humans, and Dinobot 2 stops him, grabs his hand from hitting the big shiny red button Megatron really loves to press all over this episode. Yeah. And then they have a, they start bickering at each other. Oh, yeah, Megatron is offended that Dinobot dared use... The H word. Yes. yes. Honor. <laughs> which, which many think, wait, wait, is that their safe word? <laughs> I mean, we've, we've talked about Megatron and Dinobot Morse, so. Oh, maybe that was the, the old word. That's, oh, that's right. No, don't say that. That's my word with old Dinobot. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron, you know, overrules his objection and fires on this, which apparently doesn't kill any humans, but it does kill poor old Inferno and Quicksilver. Oh, in- Inferno feels the burn. Oh, he's he's inside his carnation. his own troops. Yeah, well, he, he was hesitating there, and they were harassing the little proto-humans, so the proto-humans were kind of already running away, and and the, the, the Gary Shock ook ook one just jumps over in between rocks as the fire washes over him that burned in front of him quick strike. So we're evacuating, so they're probably some dead part of humans, but the the few seconds that Dinobot 2 bought them, most of them survived. Yes. I think there may have been a moment of like Inferno not believing that Megatron was actually out to do what it looked like he was about to do. No, up until he's burned to death he doesn't believe. Yeah. What is the royalty doing? 
poor guy. Whereas Quick Strike, he uh, he kind of saw this coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was on trial and was almost executed a few episodes ago. So. I mean, he might yeah. as well have been. He didn't get to do Mel's, but this truly was his last roundup. He just got awesome. to run around and get stabbed by a bunch of spears before being burned and exploded. Yes. It's back on the Ark. It turns out Operation Eternity is actually turn the Ark back on and fly it out of Dodge. Yeah, oh, which okay. is a good plan, I guess, if all of And it, it, it turns out that maybe they should have tried to t- turn the engine over a couple of times just to be sure. Yeah, they should have warmed it up early. Yeah, they had to do it. Uh, I like that you get one of these very sort of like, it, it felt like one of those sort of Star Trek moments where... Scotty's like, you can't do this. And Kirk's like, do it anyway. Yeah. And then he can't do it, except when Rhinox tries to do it anyway, console explodes. And he's like, see? (laughs) Well, yep, but but not before we had a couple of dick juice. Well, oh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Yes. Cheetor actually reverts to, like, season one. He says gear at one point. But um, Megatron starts targeting grid 3H, which leads it. Yay! Also, we got an amazing, possibly Megatron's best line in the series that isn't a catchphrase. Mm -hmm. Duly noted and ignored. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) He's so terrible to his troops. How does he have any? I mean, now he doesn't have any. Anyway, the uh, black ranking has to, I guess, she needs some sort of connecting metal between two things, and so she takes Rat Trap's tail, which uh, prompts him to call her an emasculate and fembot, and then she cut, slices the end of it off, much to Silverbolt's visible displeasure. Oh, yeah. Yes, she she kind of almost, you know, she, she strings it out real good, and, and she, she looks like she's having fun snipping the end of it yeah. off at them. She's got a smirk on her face while she nips the end of his tail off while staring at Rat and, and Silverbolt just winces it as the tail is castrated. Oh, th- And then uh, Rat Trap puts on a fedora and starts blogging about video game feminism. Uh, no, he's complaining about the fact that Megatron has turned on a tractor beam and is starting to lift up well, them inside the arc, bits of the mountain, and somehow the tractor beam uses less power than the main guns? Because the main gun you is know, slowly powering up because Tiger Hawk mess. Maybe it's a different, it's on a different circuit. Yeah, it's, I'm going the to Nemesis go with is really badly wired. And I will also note that Rattrap is complaining about the fact that Black Rackney incorrectly calls it Teladon. <laughs> oh, yes. yes, he's, he's complaining, he's, he's got to correct what he puts on his fedora, but before he goes to blog about it, he has complained about the fake geek girl using the wrong terminology. Um, actually, it's teletrans one. To which Black Arachnia responds with the, the appropriate response, whatever. <laughs> actually, it's about ethics in video game journalism. <laughs> yes. Well, ethics in ancient supercomputers. Ethics in spaceship yeah. repair. So yeah, Megatron is turning on this tractor beam, which is totally like an X-Files UFO abduction green ray. Yeah, the entire scene is lit in green light, and the bits of Ree you start seeing floating up are kind of neat. They're thing previous episodes. Bits of Predacons, like there's a Predacon symbol. One of them is Depth Charge's Remora gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a Remora gun, the chain gun, Doom floats by in one spot. 
<laughs> uh, you see that old timey microphone they had on the Axelon? Oh. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, I think you see Black Reckoning's original gun. Yeah. The grappling hook At thing. At least the, the bullet, the missile it shoots. I don't think you actually see any specific spinator parts, which I'm surprised by. I don't think so, no. Like they get all that might be confusing. Well, I, I especially appreciate the, the depth charge gun, because if you're not thinking, oh, that's depth charge's gun, it just looks like there's a small, like, shark or <laughs> yes. thing floating. Yes. <laughs> and also, this tractor beam leads out to a bunch of giant, like, blade grinders. Which oh, yeah, it's like a trash off. compactor at the end. Yes, it is super neat. They're making all of the the rocks uh, ground into various pixels. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the the Willy Wonka bubble thing room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah, of really that's... sharp blades and everything's being sucked up. <laughs> into which Optimus tries to fly, although he he's interrupted by a commercial break, which knocks him on the head and knocks him unconscious for like five seconds. Yep. And then he remembers to tear off a wing and use that to jam the mechanism. Yeah. But it's okay, because they grow back immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's part of his optimal powers. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, this thing, you know, flying into this thing is is quite neat. Yeah. Nice to so, give him, you know, big heroic moment. I don't know if it's quite neat enough to warrant getting Tigatron music at the end. Well, no. Because you really got to earn the Tigatron music. And I was going to complain about how this hatch is conveniently large enough for somebody as gigantic as Optimus Prime will get through. But I guess this is a ship that was built for full-size Decepticons. Yeah, so it's it's actually kind of a small hatch. Yeah, so you had to expect, you know, like, Autobots to be able to get in and John McClane through the the ventilation system. You know, because that's that's just a thing that's going to happen. Yeah, Optimus busts in and it's time for a big primal Megatron fight. Oh, which is nice. Megatron just starts complaining. Where's your big speech? Was it about (laughs) this? That was (laughs) the most Furman line. Uh, Specifically, it it reminded me of a bit at the end of of one when Starscream's beating up on Ratchet. But but yes, uh, I read that one. Come on, let's have the usual destiny and honor speech. And then he punches him. Speech this. Oh yeah, that was a really Ratchety moment. Yep. And then He's he gets a receipt it. for that punch and spits out a tooth. Yes, robot tooth. <laughs> robot tooth. Oh, and it, it, the bridge makes a nice boss battle arena background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, back on the arc, uh, they, try, they try one last-ditch effort to get the engines working. They don't. Nope. That trap tells them all that we're all going to die, and for once, Rhinox agrees with him. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's oh Rhinox the, just says, yep. It's the last we're all gonna die of, of Beast Wars. And the way he delivers it, like, normally it's sarcastic, but, oh, we're all gonna die. This time it's like, oh. It's a statement of fact. We're all yes. gonna die. We're all gonna die. Yep. Oh, man. It's harsh. But they don't die because, um, Dinobot 2 cheats. Yep. Dinobot 2 complains about this being a coward's victory. And then points out where the Autobot shuttle is on the arc. Yeah, it's time for the Deus Ex shuttle. Yeah, he, he turns it into a fair fight, well, fairer, by telling the, the Maximals that, oh, there's an Autobot shuttle inside the Autobot spaceship, which you guys didn't know about and Dinobot 2 did. Okay, whatever. I mean, I but, guess it was in the, in the Nemesis computers. Yeah. You know, maybe, 
maybe when Dinobot was having his existential crisis, Megatron should have paid some attention to him. <laughs> and yeah. then he wouldn't have felt like he had to basically sabotage his plans. Yeah, be nice yeah. to the clone of your old boyfriend instead of just yelling at him. Uh... Oh, but yeah. the, the Megatron and Primal fight is still going on. Megatron is supposedly kicking Primal's ass, even though... Oh, yeah, he's getting... He's wiping the floor with him. Primal's, yeah. like, at least a head taller than him still. And th there's a bit of slow-mo in that that don't quite work, because... Yeah. They're not really slow-mo. It slow really gives it a lower frame rate. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the classic Beast Wars slow-mo, where it's just... They animated it at normal frame rate, and then they decided to slow it down. Yeah, and it... it doesn't quite work. And I think this is where I point out that Megatron's plan is terrible. <laughs> I remember just a couple episodes ago, he he didn't want to blow up the entire arc, and now that's exactly what his plan is. Yes. Well, and maybe he didn't want to blow up the entire arc until he realized that he could get the nemesis, and then he was like, oh yeah, just blow that old thing up. Yeah. I can use this to fly back Cybertron, I can blow that other thing up. But I, I would really like to know how that is not going to destroy time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and how is, like, because Megatron's proclaiming of, like, the, the Predacon Empire will rise. You're destroying the Autobots and the Decepticons that were in there again, and what? What? I, okay, I guess it's a different outcome, just killing Optimus Prime, but how? Yeah. What? I don't know. I mean, he really should have just done what he was going to do with the Jipop base back in other visits. Yeah, just just take this thing bugger off back the Cybertron. To Cybertron. Yeah. I mean, it's only going to disrupt like one episode of Generation One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so probably live with that. So, like, uh, no, they won't find the base, which is their base of operations for a chunk of episodes at least. Uh, no, 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 they they did not use that one as their base. That was a different ship. It was. Yes. What? Yeah, no, they, the one that, like, the underwater ship, that, yeah. they, used that, that, they built that one during the Morty's the I3 part. Oh, I thought This I was... one they found in one episode. Oh, okay. And I... they didn't even use it as a ship. They got, like, the, uh, the episode is Microbots. Yeah. Oh, that they ridiculous. they get the power thing. source from it. They install Megatron. Megatron gets super drunk. <laughs> and then a bunch of Autobots have to go shrink themselves down and get inside Megatron and fight evil brain impulses. Uh, I love the evil brain impulses. Okay, so I, I was at a very early BotCon where in in the video room a bunch of people had, had stuck around like search for Alpha Trion or some really important episode. And then you could see people start standing like they were waiting to see what the next episode was, and then it was microbots and most of them left. <laughs> I mean, that one does have a great scene where the Decepticons all get drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. And also evil brain impulses. <laughs> okay, so wait. What, did the Coneheads come from the Nessus or something? Or somebody else did, I think? The, the Coneheads just showed up on the show. Okay, so you can imply, yeah. as as this right, episode almost did. Yes. we. Uh, there was a cut scene. Well, I guess I had cut series of scenes in which a Megatron reactivated Dirge, Thrust, and Ramjet, who were on the Nemesis, and sent them against the Maximals. Was that actually fully animated? No. No. It was in the script. Okay. It was cut that, before they even got to animating it. Okay. That does not seem like a fair fight. Well, no. I mean, that certainly would have been an interesting scene, because we had ne we've had yet to see a fight scene between 
full-size Generation 1 Transformers and Beast Wars guys. Yeah, that would have been amusing. I'm glad we didn't. I kind of wish he could have because those are the three biggest idiots of the Decepticons in G1, and there are a lot of big Decepticon idiots. <laughs> I mean, and those guys are dope, so they totally have lost. Yeah, yeah. they they were pretty stupid. They're as dumb yeah, as the runners wouldn't be a big deal. But yeah, I like the air of reverence and that the series managed to have around the G1 characters the entire time. Yeah, though. that's true. Anyway, so Rhinox does go to the little shuttle. And, and he, he takes off in this. And when I was originally watching this back in, good lord, 1999, <laughs> uh, I thought Rhinox would die. Yeah, because that, that's... I wouldn't have been sharp. No, because that, that's his yeah. plan, is suicide mission, take the little shuttle, and ram it into Megatron. And Megatron's reaction is, what? I know how this goes. Yes. <laughs> you destroy the conning tower, and you, you kill the boss, and then the entire thing crashes. That's what happens, but... Rhinox does live... Uh, wait, what, is, what does Rhinox say as he's piloting in while Megatron's screaming, What? For, I think it's for everything, for everything there ever was. Yeah. Oh, I still get goosebumps at that line. Oh, yeah. it, it's a good one. It would have been a good way to kill Rhinox. It would have been a great way to go out. But it, it just yeah. once again proves never, ever mess with Rhinox. All of yeah. your greatest <laughs> defeats have come at the hands of Rhinox, Megatron. All of them. Yeah. And also Megatron is telling Dinobot, you know, the, the fusion cannon's powered up now. It would have been powered up earlier if they hadn't stopped to try and fry some uh, monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You should listen to him. But, uh, so yeah, he, uh, he tells Dinobot to fire. He doesn't, you know, because he has his honor. <laughs> and we get some, yep. uh, get some Code of Hero flashbacks. Oh yeah, and, and Megatron just smacks him around again. I'll do it myself. Yep. Then Rhinox comes through. And then Rhinox cracks in, and then Optimus says, Come on, get out, it's going to explode. And Dinobot's just like, Man, I'm going to heroically sacrifice myself again and waves Optimus off. It'll I'm be Dinobot, it's what I do. Well, he is sort of a Frankenstein horrific monster who isn't really Dinobot, but thinks he's Dinobot, kind of, or maybe it's, it's weird. Farewell, Dinobot Man. 2. You cost Megatron the Beast Wars for the sake of the dead guy's honor. It's, man, it's like one of those things where it's always the non-human character who has to give up their life for, like, the end of Terminator Salvation. Man, I hate Or the that. end of Terminator 2. Yeah. You must lower me into the steel. Yeah, <laughs> but he was less human than... He was less human than in Salvation. Order you not to go. I order you not to go. <laughs> Feelings, man. Feelings. I know now why you cry, but it is something I can never do. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Terminator 2 too many times. Every, everyone has. I know. So yeah, the, so, the bridge explodes all around Dinobot, and the Nemesis crashes into the mountains, which is where it was found in that G1 episode. Okay, it was. Aha! Oh, that's confused me, because it was in the water, and I thought water, because the... The base they, the ship they built is not Nimbus. Okay, so I was just, my G1 right, knowledge yeah. was later named by Jim Sorensen as the Revenge. Oh, that's a good name. Mm-hmm. That's those, a name. Uh, those arc books. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's better than Dark Side. Yeah, at least. it's a very Star Wars-y. It would be hard to be worse than Dark Side. Nothing. <laughs> so all is as it should be at last. 
Yes. Except Megatron uh, Spark, which isn't going to be addressed on screen, except in deleted scenes. Yeah, yeah it was, that scene was cut, and but we just assume that it was done off screen, yeah. given the time is not destroyed. Yeah, that, that, that clip exists, yes. but it, it makes sense that they don't show that, because the cutaway we do get, it ends up being worth for what is it? Because all the Maximals are in the ship. They're happy to be going home to Cybertron. Rhinox is still alive. <laughs> we will note that uh, as he flies out of the uh, exploding Nemesis, Primal has a thing in his hand, and it's a transwarp cell from the Nemesis. Oh, okay. I kind of missed that. But and so that's what they put in the shuttle. Yeah, we do see the, the transwarp cell stuck inside the little shuttle. So it's, that one's easy enough to figure out. Oh, yeah, they just... There are transwarp cells lying all over the place at this point. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing that, you know, the, the proto-humans didn't just show up on Cybertron at some point because they had found one and, <laughs> I don't know, it got hit by lightning and suddenly there they were. Well, I'll get to that. First we have the, the great cutaway that, oh, is it Rattrap that says he's glad they don't ever have, they don't have to see Megatron again. Until they get back to Cybertron, cut to the outside of the shuttle. Megatron is just strapped to the roof. Hog tied. <laughs> oh, he couldn't possibly get loose and get back to Cybertron before them and cause a horrific dystopia that they have to fight. I'm oh, sorry, no. who tied those knots? Was it Cheetor? Oh, we, no. We properly <laughs> tied the pet carrier on the roof. Fluffy will be fine when we get there. Oh, no. I mean, Rattrap is correct. Romney. They do not have to see him until uh, they get back to Cybertron. <laughs> yeah, that spoilers <laughs> for for what we're going to be doing after Beast Wars, Beast Machines. Ah, Yay. Oh it's an evolution revolution. It's Beast Machines. <laughs> the Beast Wars are over, and we're moving on to the planet of Cybertron. Why? <laughs> uh, but hey, one last shot of Earth because. Uh, we get to the, uh, the protohumans, and they're using all sorts of bits of Inferno and Quickstrike, because apparently these are the ancient ancestors of Ed Gein. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the first shot we see is Quickstrike's little snake hand, which is they're being using it used as a trumpet. It's a trumpet, yes. and, and uh, his claws are being used to held up a, hold up a spit with some meat on it, and they're using the blender butt as a barbecue. Yes. And they're using and Inferno's head as a drum. Yeah. Just like in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're being yeah. very Ewok here. And they're <laughs> using Quick Strike's face that's, mask. That's the... Which is, I think that's the one where I was just sort of like, that's a bit much. Yeah. Oh, then... Can you hear them, Clarice? Can you hear the lambs? <laughs> and, and then we pan up to a little wicker dais with lots of, with Oddly intricate chairs for these primitives that are built, and, and they're slowly pulling fan, big palm fronds away from Waspinator, fully reassembled, sitting on a throne. Waspinator happy at last. Aww. Is, wait, is Waspinator he, is king of the monkey people. Is he holding yeah. a drink or something? I think he's holding a yes. drink. Uh, oh, it's, oh, I, I, I actually teared up when I saw that. I was like, oh, Waspinator's there. I'm so his, happy for him. Yeah. He got his happy ending. Oh, now. he just gets slingshotted back to Cybertron and turned into a motorcycle. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing we see. The prom fronds go down and then it just goes credits. Waspinator yep. is the last Transformer we see in Beast Wars. <laughs> yes. Because the writers loved him. 
He's great. Yes. Oh. So does that mean Waspinator won the Beast Wars? <laughs> yes, he's yes. the only not blowed up, disassembled in pieces <laughs> Transformer at all. He won the Beast Wars. Yeah. Good job, Waspinator. That, that is the end of Nemesis and the end of Beast Wars. What? What did we all think? Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's... I mean, I enjoyed it, but I think it's my least favorite of the three Beast Wars finales. Yeah. It is a little anticlimactic, and I think it might be because they knew they were coming back with Beast Machines. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it feels kind of rushed, in a way. Like, there could have been more, especially explaining Dinobot 2 is Dinobot or is not, or whatever. But there, there's some really good moments, like Waspinator and some Megatron stuff, speech this... The Furmininess is good, but yeah, as for finales, no, season two is way better. I mean, and it I really, one is better. it really kind of felt at times even like he was writing Optimus Primal as Optimus Prime more. You know, he, he had that sort of big epic feel to him that he doesn't normally so much. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, well, Furman's version of Prime, who is probably the most entertaining of all versions of Prime. He's not quite as dad as G1 cartoon Prime. No. No. Primal is, he's more of your cool dad. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I want Harry Chalk to be my dad. And certainly this had a lot to wrap up, and it did so only by killing people. Yeah, true. Yeah. true. We've, got, uh, we've got five deaths in this uh, finale alone. And none of them, well, yeah, I guess none of them well, come back. Yeah, counting nope. last episode. Which yeah. puts it above, I mean, if you went to the agenda, you could say there were many, many deaths, but we're all mostly naked. Yes. Except wait, for Radis. Uh-huh. Wait, how many deaths are there? I mean, are we counting last episode, too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's finale. It's okay, like so episode, the so Rampage, Depth Charge, Quick Strike, Inferno... Tiger Hawk and Dinobot 2. Oh, that's Tiger six. Hawk. So that's six. Yeah. And then seven if you count Tarantulas an episode before. Yeah, well. Eight if you count Tigatron as two, or Tiger Hawk as two people. Oh, right. That's yeah. also true. Which is <laughs> up for debate. And we're killing them all and we're letting Hasbro sort them out. <laughs> yeah. And Hasbro is going to sort them out by saying, uh, we're going to do something different now. Yeah, I, although I, I think it might actually be a better ending if Rhinox had died. Yeah, I mean, that, that might have given it, you know, more stakes. Yeah. Because the only Maximal who dies is the one who was never really a member of the team. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Well, no, there's two. The Depth Charge wasn't a member of the team. But that's... Tiger Hawk doesn't have washed out personality. We don't know him. Who died were the ones who were never really members of the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I keep forgetting Tiger Hawk existed. <laughs> yes, because it's... Yeah, I mean, no, they're both siders. <laughs> members of the core group Tiger are... die. In fact, all of the Maximals who uh, came on the ship uh, in Beast Wars Part 1, they all lived through the whole thing. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's a point. Yeah, they do. Oh, that is... Yeah, one of them should have died. Cheetor, that's a crime. Well, <laughs> Cheetor is a understand. Rhinox, man, it... Yeah, the ending would have been better, I think, if Rhinox had died, but that would make me enjoy Beast Machines less when we get there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We can get some interesting Rhinox bits in Beast Machines. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so making this episode better would have suffered for why I enjoyed Beast Machines so much. So that's true. I guess it evens out because I 
enjoy these machines a lot. I say this all as people who like Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, would, oh, would he be my favorite? If there was a time for him to have a heroic sacrifice, that was it. Yeah, yes. I mean, sometimes a good death is as as good as carrying on and being mediocre. Yeah. I mean, not that he was mediocre in Beast Machines. I just mean if those were the options. Hmm. Better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah. Yeah, although although if we're going to go for mediocreness, maybe Rat Trap should have died. Yeah, I could see that. Does he, gets, he has his moments in Beast Machines, yeah, but which we'll get to. Rat Trap is also the most problematic mm. character shift. There, yeah, there's a it, it's an undignified show for him for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I really like Rat Trap too, but he's different. Yes, Beast Machines we'll is a great cheater show. I will say that yeah. <laughs> it's his finest hour. Yes. There isn't a did cheat or do something stupid sign in Beast Machines. No, he's usually (laughs) the one who's not doing something stupid. Yeah, it's usually everyone else doing the stupid thing. Kind of is. (laughs) Yes. Wow. We're talking about a show we haven't gotten to, we should be finishing up. But Jordan Beast Machines is as Bumblebee is in Robot in Disguise right now. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. uh, That's a good call. They're both yellow, they're both reasonably competent. More so than everybody else around them. Yes. I was confused for a minute and thought you were implying that Cheetor and Beast Machines is dead and advising Starscream. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wrong, wrong. The Robots in Disguise the cartoon, not name. Robots in Disguise that was... The... Come up with some new titles, Hasbro. Please, you're killing us. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that is Nemesis. We will be back uh, next week. We'll be talking, you know, just a, a little wrap-up of uh, Beast Wars... The show, the toy line. We'll probably talk a little about uh, some supplementary Beast Wars fiction that's come out and that we mostly hate. Yeah. And Maybe we'll talk have about what we uh, what what we've all learned the most from this viewing of it. Well, yes. more recent viewing of it. Yeah. And of course, we will be talking special guest Ben Yi. Yes. And ben. after that, there'll, there'll be some Beast Machines, and uh, there may be a special surprise. Uh, Screen uh, viewing of a mystery show. Yeah. Yay! Will it be? Will it be? Uh, remix. I lost the banana. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> will it be Beast Wars Neo? No, no, it won't be Beast Wars Neo. We find it, and it probably sucks as much as Beast Wars did. Yeah, although there's that big uh, fan sub out of Beast Wars Two now. Kind of watch it. We watched an episode in a movie. We know how bad That's it is. True, I did hate Just it. More I, of that. I, I imagine it's going to be like when I tried to watch Transformers Victory again for the first time since I was in, like, high school, and I realized actually taken out of the context of it being this incredible, you know, exotic, exciting new Transformers fiction, it's not great. Yeah, it's a low-budget <laughs> Japanese anime cartoon for toys, which... Yeah. And not to be good unless they go zing. It does not go zing. Alright, so until that time, though, you can find us all on the internet. We are on Twitter at, at StasisPod. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash StasisPod. And we're on Tumblr at StasisPod.tumblr.com. And you can find our RSS feed on IaconUnderground.net. And as our resident 
Google slave, I am required to tell you that we are now available on the Google Play Music service. Uh, if you just go there and search by our little stasis pod, you'll be able to find and listen to us there. And you can also find us on uh, iTunes. And while you're there, rate and review us. So, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm excited for Beast Machines! Yay! Thanks for us. I liked it at the time. I'm excited to rewatch it. It's so friggin' weird. I like yeah, it. I I'll like it more this time than I did last. Time. I liked it at the I time. Watched, I... I watched one episode of it for the MSTF a few years ago, and you know, it was I, I surprised how much I had forgotten. So I think that's going to be interesting. All right. Well, I think I will sign off now, guys. But yeah. uh, I think it went well, and uh, yeah. we'll talk again in uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and good. Skype just shit itself. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect timing.